0: hello ladies and gentlemen boys and girls good evening good morning good afternoon how are we doing today are we doing good are we doing okay we're doing great this is tea with miss T coming to you i'm not gonna say live because we know we're not live but coming to you on air broadcasting from southern africa africa, africa. and we're going to be discussing or continuing our discussion of June sixteen, Day of the African Child or Youth Day. What does Day of the African Child mean in modern-day Africa? Does it still have any significance? Did it really ever, or what more to us, South Africa's sister country, Botswana? Did it ever really mean anything to us? Today I'll be joined with a very special guest. Um. He will introduce himself once he's able to come online. But this was, of course, the unnecessary but obligatory introduction. What would Teal Miss TV without it? Exactly. Nothing. But sit back, relax. Let's talk. Get get uncomfortable. Well, get comfortable because it's about to get uncomfortable. We're about to really, I wouldn't say nitpick, but get your noggin' working yeah thank you for joining me again thank you for joining i know i know i know that i have a tendency of just whenever i don't provide content or put out work and then i just bombard you with everything all at once but you know you love me you know you love me. But without further ado, let me introduce to you our special guest for the night, for the morning, for the day today. Please put your hands together. Put your hands together. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. How are we doing today? Are we doing good? Are we doing okay? We're doing great. This is Tea with Miss T. Coming to you, I'm not gonna say live because we know we're not live, but coming to you on air, broadcasting from Havarone, Botswana, Southern Africa, Africa, Africa. And we're going to be discussing or continuing our discussion of June 16th, Day of the African Child, or Youth Day. What does Day of the African Child mean in modern day Africa? Does it still have any significance? Did it really ever? or What more? To us, South Africa's sister country, Botswana, did it ever really mean anything to us? Today I'll be joining a very special guest. Um, he will introduce himself once he's able to come online. But this was, of course, an unnecessary but obligatory introduction. What would Teal Miss TV without it? Exactly. Nothing. But sit back, relax. Let's talk. Get get uncomfortable. Well, get comfortable because it's about to get uncomfortable. We're about to really. I wouldn't say nitpick, but get your noggin working. Yeah. Thank you for joining me again. Thank you for joining. I know, I know, I know, that I have a tendency of just pa whenever I don't provide content, or put out work, and then I just bombard you with everything all at once, but you know, you love me, you know you love me, but without further ado, let me introduce to you, a special guest for the night, for the morning, for the day today, please put your hands together, put your hands together,
1: hello, hello, i
0: Hey. welcome to
1: thank you very much for the invite
0: that's yeah, so not a problem it's a pleasure it's a pleasure would you kindly do us the honors of introducing yourself to the public to the audience special guest?
1: okay oh well let me take the stage now well I yeah. am tweed yeah, popularly known as TweetB, yeah. Well, I'm new here. I'm about to start my podcast as well. So, Welcome to I've decided, Well, thank you very much, man.
0: So, you are about to... Before we delve into the topic for today, I'm sure those who are oh. keeping up with what I was putting out yesterday know what the topic is, but since you are a guest, would like to know a little bit about you, you mentioned something about going into podcasting yourself. So just 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 a bit. Hit us with one or two reasons, explanations as to what you're trying to get into and how you're feeling about this new journey you're about to partake
1: in. Okay. Oh, like I said, I am tweet, mostly, most, most people who know me all from Facebook, yeah, they know, they already know that as a guy by the name Tweet B, who usually um has a lot to say, like, pertaining a lot of things concerning life things, life practices and all, and whatsoever, so, mm-hmm. just from that, a lot of people who talk to me, like, cause, they always see my posts i usually talk about gender-based violence sometimes about our democracy in Botswana i do talk about a lot of things like current affairs and all that so yeah, most people fair. did approach me and ask me whoa you are always talking about these such important topics um you have a voice so why can't you just use your voice mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. to help people educate people to sensitize people and I thought as much and I say and I did agree with them that I indeed have a voice so like why shouldn't mm. I just use it and then mm. some other girl yes yeah, a mother girl the, the she's the one who recommended this whole podcasting she mm. then told mm. me she think I'd make a, I'd make a great host so like I thought about that and I did say that um if I have a voice then why can't I just use it. I believe in my voice. I I know that I have a powerful voice, so why shouldn't I? Mm. So, after all that, I decided that, let me just give this thing a shot. Usually, the first step is the hardest one. So, like, although I've been nervous, man, I just said, I'm doing this. So, yeah, here I am.
0: You are.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, this is... Okay. Okay, go ahead. Mm -hmm.
0: This is actually great because this plays in perfectly with the topic that we're about to discuss today. If you had um, tuned in to yesterday's, well, the day before yesterday's episode, I was talking about June 16, which is popularly known as Day of the African Child or Youth Day. And this is the commemoration of the thousands of lives of students who died June 16, 1976, because they had a voice and they decided to use yeah. it. They decided to not be silenced anymore. And like, they fought for what they felt was right. They fought for their rights. And in as much as they lost a lot of their friends, of their family, they eventually did win. And that is exactly what we'll be going into today. So I am actually really nice that, you know, the universe played this card this way because you have a voice, somebody's been pushing you to use it. You decided, you know what, it's about time. And what better way to go into that than with an episode that's centered around that theme by guest starring on another episode of some other podcast.
1: Yeah, hey, God's plan. A
2: God's friend of plan. mine once
1: told me that um yeah, a friend of mine once told me, well actually that was my best friend, Nina mm-hmm. Ella, she once mentioned like a coincidence is God's it's God's way of communicating like a coincidence. So like you see um from where I'm coming from, like someone advised me that you have a voice, so why don't you use it? And mm. then, just the moment I get into this podcasting, I'm very privileged to be starting with this topic. You the one we talk about, June 16 yeah. of which, of which children or kids, students of my age or even younger than me had mm. had to fight, had to use their voice to fight for their rights. Mm-hmm
0: risking their lives just for the rights that were supposed to be afforded to them in the very beginning.
1: Exactly. a voice mm. is something which is very powerful, so, like, we ought to use it.
0: Mm. Well, um, let me... Okay, I usually... I don't know. I'm sure you're very new to my podcast, but I have a gimmick. So I'm just getting all of that ready. I usually just sip on some form of tea during the show because really, what is tea with Miss Tea without the tea? I take my craft oh, very I take my craft very seriously so I'm just still prepping that up um, but yes, it's actually a really intriguing episode okay there we go Who are all set. Okay. So um I'm sure you're well aware of the topic for today. It's delving a bit more into what I was talking about and it was asking the relevance of Day of the African Child in modern day Africa, or if June sixteenth still holds the same significance as it did. Uh it does for us as it did for the youth in nineteen seventy-six. 1980, 1986, 1990, even 2000, does it still throughout the generation or at all in this particular point in time? Yeah. Yes.
1: Oh, well, I'd say that, well, according to me, I'd say that it does, but it's not like in the past. We are slowly mm. but surely. It's slowly but surely losing the significance. Like, as time mm. goes on, um, we seem to care less about that, I'll say that, if you allow me to say that. Mm, 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 mm. Like, mm. okay, well, let me say this. Mm, from way back, we've been celebrating this day or commemorating this day um, through different ways. As much as uh, it's not a learning day, we just celebrate all those uh, who sacrifice or use their voice to stand against whatever that was happening back then. Um, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We know that... uh, there were a lot of proceedings which usually happened during june 16 that back from back in our um high school days primary school days we know we we a lot of us were involved in a lot of practices which showed mm. that we are celebrating those people whatsoever it could be drama it could mm. be drama or songs or whatsoever so, but then these days, not owing to COVID-19 only, I think as time goes on, um, a lot of the youth, most of us, um, we don't care less about that anymore. Like, mm. I, I, I don't really know the ideal cause of this, but then for now, I get it. I'd say that COVID-19 has an impact because like we can go and gather They celebrate together. Let's say, um, go to the school halls, have those Mm. practices demonstrations and whatsoever. Because of, but even post COVID, I don't think, um, June sixteen will still be significant, or it would mean something to the coming generations, especially Mm. because, Mm. um. Now, we are very much distracted. Um, we are focused on different things. We are chasing trends and whatsoever. We, it seems like we forget where we are coming from. Mm-hmm. That's what I've picked. So back to the issue in hand, I'd say that we are gradually. June 16 is gradually losing its significance. And about mm. in the next four or five years to come, it won't mean anything like it did back then in 2010 when we're still in our primary school.
0: And I remember, I don't know what way you used to go to school for primary, what you guys used to do, but we'd come to school, we'd have our sister country um, nationals coming in that traditional garb. You'd have the Zim coming in the flags or in the attires, the Zambians, the Ghananians. Dedicated to drama. we reenact Sarafina. And just to go to show how much this has lost its importance, my nephews, my younger brothers don't know the movie Sarafina. They've never had to watch they don't know when you say Sarafina they, they don't sometimes it doesn't even click within them that oh no it's it's it's. Oh, they don't know what it is
1: they're clueless
0: about that. clueless and these these kids my younger brother who immediately follows after me is four years younger than me my youngest brother is eight years younger than me my nephews are somewhere in between the eleven-ish, eight-ish, nine-ish ten-ish that's where my But they don't know Sarafina. They don't know the true significance of June 16th. As a matter of fact, they went to school the other day and there was nothing. You know, I was here recording a podcast uh, later that night and they had come from school and they didn't even say anything to me about what had happened today at school about June 16th. It was any regular day for them. And I think that's what brought about the whole, does it still have any significance in modern day Africa? And then
1: it time,
0: brought... time. times have changed but then it brought the question to me as Botswana that never had to go through apartheid or, apartheid or racial segregation did it ever really mean anything to us or were we just hopping on the bandwagon of support because we are the closest country to South Africa that had to watch them go through all of this did it mm-hmm. ever really hold significance or are we now only just living up to you know, what had initially just been we should have just been minding our own business at the time, it shouldn't have been such a significant day for us because we weren't even directly affected is this now nature playing its course, running its course
1: being you
0: you know because I'm sure in South Africa regardless of COVID or not, they did celebrate June 16, even though it wasn't on the usual large scales that we're used to seeing. But I'm sure because this is in the heart of where it happened, especially, I'm guessing, in Soweto. They may have not had the usual celebrations, but there were certain activities that are dedicated specifically for June 16. Whereas on this, it's... Nothing dry. Just, okay, it's, it's another regular old day. So what? What now?
1: Yeah, I get your point. But mm. then, like I said, mm, we're slowly but surely losing the interest and in all that. Like, oh, well, even myself, I had completely forgotten about the whole commemoration thing. Until so, mm. I'm a regular user of TikTok, so like while well, I was just browsing through TikTok, that's when I found this other girl. She had um, done a video. And then she used the Sarafina song, and then oh, I remembered and Then afterwards, I saw through the one magic on on Twitter, mm. the one the one magic page whereby the cast, the the river cast. Mm, they also did just a demonstration a dance Yana, just to celebrate the day. So that is when I thought as much, wow. So it's only out of like thousand millions of South Africans. Um I wouldn't say I w- I even checked some of the numbers on TikTok like who use their the, the Themea Sarafina like to to show that they are celebrating. Um, June 16, mm-hmm. the numbers were very low. Even on Twitter, normally I check the trends and whatsoever. Still, yeah. uh, it shows the numbers. Still, they were low. That's when it showed me that now nah, it's, it's not only in Botswana, we have lost interest. In and it seems like even mm-hmm. the South Africans themselves, um, they. As much as we may have forgotten, since um, the it, tattling it happened to us that much, well, we're just third party, By nor we care about what happened. It means a lot yeah. to the rest of us. But to them, it actually means a lot. It means more mm-hmm. than us. But to see them, um, like they are not celebrating as much as they should. It showed me mm. a lot of uh, times have changed. We don't care about this. We forgot. It seems like we've forgotten our roots. I don't want
0: to lie. Hey, yeah, I just um, remember just because June 16th, when I heard the date, I was like, oh, yeah, kind of, you know, day of the African child.
1: True. and come to think of it um a friend of mine actually posted something about june 16 on sunday but i just mm. it didn't click on my mind what this actually means so
0: mm.
1: uh, after i i think we did talk about this um, yesterday me no the day before yesterday
0: mm-hmm.
1: on on june, on june 16 i think we did mm-hmm. talk about that um i think it was around 7 p.m um and then afterwards I grew we were supposed to do like the other episode together Ooh. yeah so i was kind of held up and then afterwards um just around 1 a.m i decided i went back to TikTok, and then oh i saw those sarafina hashtags and then no let me go look for this movie again now i watched it over again um that uh, that's the other thing which made me, um, so keen to like to have this conversation with you again, because like mm. it had it had been a while since I last watched that, so as I watched it over again, I got to realize what it actually means. It's actually mm. deeper than we think. These people, mm. these people fought for their rights. As much mm. as orana, even in Botswana, let me give just a typical um, example or instance. Um, it's not all of us who know uh Igalanga language. So mm-hmm. imagine if we were to be told, "Hore, we are only going to learn this in this." It's mm. not our native language. We don't even associate it. So we from Ramos, we're very, uh, from mm-hmm. very far from the from that mm. region yeah. so imagine uh, Lord, we are forced we have no choice but to learn their mm. language so and not
0: even that we are forced to pretend as if it, um an official language which it isn't
2: exactly While and but
0: come- we are native who is being treated like it doesn't exist
1: exactly come to think of it being forced um to use the language of just a minority group mm. minority tribe mm. so that's that wasn't it man mm.
0: i well while doing my research for the episode i came across uh, just it was things that I already knew, but it was really eye opening to actually. It's a, a sense of nostalgia because when we were younger, we were taught the reason why we had to dress up to come to school. Oh, yeah.
1: I, said, I feel yeah. Hello.
0: Hi. You. Hi. Hi, Missy. Hi.
1: Here we go again.
0: Well, luckily enough, the episode was actually saved. That segment was actually saved.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: That is amazing. Twenty-five minutes just to lose it like that it would have been devastating.
1: I wish I was stressed out, man.
0: <laughs> okay, so what were we actually? What were we talking about? What was I saying? I remember I started talking about the movie. Sarafina,
1: where were we? Um,
0: oh, I think I did how during my research. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yes, I was talking about how I was researching even more for my episode, and I realized that not just the story of Sarafina the way that it was told made a significance. We had Whoopi Goldberg and Lileti Kumalo starring in this movie. Yeah. But we don't see cinemas saying, oh no, we're going to be playing this movie half off all of today or June 15th, 16th, 17th, any kind of special for it. Excuse me. We don't see... There isn't even a general gratitude or appreciation to how this particular story was told. It was actually... It started off actually as a... um, a musical... Awesome movie, the writer, as
1: mm-hmm.
0: a stage musical, but somehow it came out to be re adapted and rewritten and produced into such a beautiful movie that helps yeah. you at the depth. Of really what happened June sixteenth of nineteen seventy six, just by seeing the emotion, yeah, that the actors have, and yet people anymore don't know about this.
1: Well, like like Maybe you said, if it, if there was some kind of Mm, like the cinemas having those specials around these times uh, maybe for the whole week adding mm. Sarafina, even at half price like you said maybe um maybe parents would um would advise their children to go and watch maybe yeah. mm, maybe our peers would be intrigued just to go and watch in a setting such as yeah, a cinema. I think that would be enticing. So, mm. those, I I think those are some of the things that could be possibly be explored in the future. Um, to try and um, was yeah, I, I don't know the right word to use, but then to try and sen- mm. sensitize more people, try and bring this um spark about June sixteen again. Mm. Yeah, to try and rekindle the 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 whole um
0: fire and burn yeah.
1: mm.
0: because I mean we are we are in the era of extreme police brutality yeah all over, yeah. All over the world and yeah I genuinely feel like the June sixteen massacre. Was, was a stepping stone to protests like those that were happening. Um, yeah, it was more like an
1: eye-opener. Like,
0: I'd say that. It yeah. was the most tragic um, boycotting or strike or protest that has ever happened in South Africa. And it happened even before the Marikana massacre. Yeah. And to think that that is something that, when we're going through the era of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, people would be saying, "Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes." Yeah. Go through it. Let us unite as the world. South Africans, we've had, we've had to go through this. We know exactly what you're going through, mm-hmm. and yet it's yeah. quiet. It is extremely quiet because I saw so many articles from international uh, journalists authors who wrote about June 16. Every other year or every two years or every year an article or two come out as a commemoration for this but in reality and practicality it really doesn't help of its meaning, I feel like it's still relevant, but its significance has died out within this southern area of the country. Its significance yeah. is still it's still relevant. I meant to say sorry. It's still relevant because again, police brutality is a growing trend now against humane nature and better belief. Yeah. But its significance is, it's like, okay, but that happened years ago, you know, decades ago. Decades ago, five and who knows how many years ago, 15, who knows how many years ago, 46 years or so. Yeah. 26 yeah. or something. It, it's so what now? Right now, that's not what matters. Right now, what matters is the fact that the South African government is no longer an apartheid regime. What matters now is that the Bantu education system isn't in use anymore. What matters yeah. now is South Africans have near equal rights between um, the white minority and the non-white majority. Sure. That's the, but then how can you exclusively say this is what matters now and this doesn't, without acknowledging the the predecessor. predecessor or the cause. This is the effect. Yeah, no. The effect is that South Africans have near equal rights now. The Bantu education system is not the news, it's not an apartheid regime, but you want to go and ignore the effect, the cause. How? How can the exclusive um exist? Without each other, one is dependent on the other. Yeah, That's really just a lot. It's 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 sad to see, I guess, roots and something this important just die out by the years.
1: Yeah, but okay, I'll, let me ask you this. Um. Mm-hmm um what do you think as in like how has the whole of south africa went as in how far did they go in their quest to to like i mean in their quest uh to improve and promote the fairness and equality of both the white minority and the non-white minority Students here, yeah, I want to, I want us to talk about students, like in schools. Like, do you think, um, despite the abolishment of the Bantu education system, um, despite the end of apartheid and all that, um, mm-hmm. how far do you think South Africa has went? Like, um, what can we firmly stand and say, Um, But since the 1976 Soweto Uprising, South Africa has since moved from point A to point B. Like, we know, okay, well, there is a very much significant improvement. But Mm. um, is it, like, increasing? Or it has since been stagnant? Or rather, it is fluctuating, like, do we tend to improve South Africa? Does the education system improve and then it degrades what happens? I want to know. Because it seems like from my sources, from what I've read um, yesterday, it seems like we only get to know like the good part of the whole new system, education system. Mm. We, we, We don't really know about the lower income communities what is happening there of which i want to believe that uh whatever that is portrayed in national televisions um isn't what is actually happening in the lower income communities i don't Mm -hmm. want to believe that each and every student in south africa um has enough resources at their disposal to to like learn better I don't want to believe that um, every student in South Africa um, has the right accommodation, be that those who are boarding school or maybe just within um, the classrooms, do they accommodate every student in South Africa? Or we only care about those that Okay, here we are going to talk. We have to talk about the numbers, because mm. uh, it's uh, like I've mentioned before. It's not like everyone has access to all these better facilities and whatsoever. But uh, is the government doing enough to like? I've talked about fairness and equality. So mm. is the government doing enough? So, like, cater for each and every student. I know it's not easy, but um, there has to be an effort. I think um, we have completely forgotten about those lower-income communities. We don't care about that. That's why most of the students from those communities turn out to be in the boys um, They end up... Uh, loitering around doing some bad deeds and stuff Mm, and the 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 actual cause of this not that uh for all the students it it won't be this but uh, efforts are not being done towards improving uh those lower income communities Um, adding adding into this, we still have a large number. Um, Sorry, we still have a large number of students. I want, to, I I, I realized that there's still a large number of students, uh, in South Africa, who do not have access to basic water sanitation, and like mm. they say that cleaning cleanliness is closer to holiness. Like, how mm-hmm. do we expect? students to excel in an environment that is not suitable um they don't even have water basic water sanitation like mm. those environments are not conducive for learning i'd say that
0: at all yes
1: yeah so owing to this COVID 19 pandemic say I know, the situations it's now worsens even more. Like these mm-hmm. students, the way they have been struggling with the minimum resources they have at their disposal. Now, the even these difficult and trying times, they still have to struggle even more. It seems like I wouldn't say like uh, the rich are getting more richer, but. Mm-hmm. I hope you get the point that I'm trying to drive home. Yes, uh, uh,
0: yes. yes.
1: There are those who who have everything at their disposal. have completely forgotten about these other ones. So, mm. for, for, for me, it doesn't make any sense at all. We can't be empowering or enriching uh, certain people only. What we forget about the others. Let's Mm. uplift each other up. If at all we win, let us win together. Education Mm. is the key to liberation. Someone say this. So, like, this key shouldn't be only limited to other people. It's for all of us.
0: Mm. Let's
1: have the in let's have. Let's try by all means. though it ain't easy. Let's try to. Make available the make the same make the same opportunities available to everyone and to Mm. yeah. Let's only let's not only focus on a certain uh students, certain groups, certain schools, and whatsoever.
0: Yeah, yeah. And but mm,
1: still, not, not not not. Not only in South Africa, I've realized that. Well, by the way, my mom is a teacher.
0: Mm-hmm. My mom is a teacher,
1: not not very far from the capital city, like In Od,
0: uh-huh, yeah. okay,
1: yeah, like even sometimes during our school holidays, I get our calendar tend to differ with the with, the basic yeah. normal basic education one. Like mm-hmm. sometime last last year, actually during winter, I had to drop up something at a with, and then when I got there, like the students went even in the classes; they were outside basking in the sun, uh, mm. under tree. Uh, a, a segment of the of the chalkboard had been taken out, me supported by 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 tree branches. Uh, core you could see that. Truth be told, these students aren't learning a thing. First things first, mm-hmm. um, they are not in an enclosed room
0: yeah. to begin
1: with. Like there are like, so many distractions. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I could be passing. I could be passing next to them, they'll, they'll all turn their attention to me. Mm. They could be focusing on cars which are passing by, so that on its own, I think it's one of the things which limits our education. Mm. We want to go any far with, whilst that is still happening, mm. I think for our education systems to to improve, we have to first start by. Improving, let's improve our facilities, let's improve um,
0: infrastructure, the resources.
1: Infrastructure, resources and all that. Until we have all necessary resources, that's when maybe we can tend to like students and blame students when they fail. For now, uh, I'd refuse to put the whole blame on a student who fails. Yet Mm. they were studying outside the classrooms. Yet they were Mm. basking in the sun. Okay, well, they were seated, but basking in the sun. Yet they are in a lesson. How are they going to focus? Mm. Yeah. So I I think um, we still have a long way to go in terms of our education system. Mm. Yeah.
0: Because you brought up Earlier in the discussion you brought up, um, the very important aspect you were asking about whether we believe that South Africa has really made progress in the differences from 1976 to 2021. Yeah. And I, I don't think we can ever totally get rid of like racism or racial discrimination and segregation
1: it's yeah, not that's, that, that's
0: a far-fetched dream. Mm. It's not palpable, but you can see the difference in how things were running back then. But also, you also notice the little discrepancies when it comes to these things. For example, yeah. I have a cousin who goes to this university. Um, She has told me that there's this... Is, there is, there is that element of racial discrimination when it comes to lecturers and students of color and marking the assignments or marking the tests with yeah. the way we have to book for res or res- residency at the school. There is a sense of um, priority over certain races before yeah. others and when it comes to the actual work in the school it makes it a lot more difficult because mm. you can't tell when you don't pay attention when you, um you can see it you can know you, you, you can't see it if you don't pay attention you can't see it it's it's not visible but when you look at it, or when you're in the system and you analyze, you can tell what ah, ah. No man. No man. Yeah. It's 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 it's, it's something that's, it's there. It's not the same as what, internet sitoyle, God rest his soul, had to go through. But it's still something that affects the way students' education runs and how their grades go. Because in as much as we'd like to say, as long as you do your work and you study and you submit on time, you're going to pass. It doesn't matter what a lecturer says or does. It will always matter. These people literally hope your future, your mind in their hands. And if this person has a racial preference, no matter what you do, no matter what you do, a I can literally tell you that na, students don't get over 90% in my module. Yeah. And yet, now you'll be getting 95% for certain children or because certain races have... And expect everybody you know because you're Indian you need to be smart you need to always get these grades in varsity yeah. that's what they they're going to adhere to that societal stereotype that oh no yeah um, that's exactly what's gonna happen they need to pass Are these other ones it's fine it's okay they expect her to fail you know
2: yeah.
0: they're black or they're not white or they're not Indian that type of thing. And she says, um, it's something that you, you have to be there to know. You Ooh, have yeah, to be mm. And I think I'm just glad that we've never really had to go through something like that as a country. We can only empathize and sympathize. True. With those who have and that's why I I felt like for us generally this has never been really or holding the same significance for us as it did South Africans because even in the striking or the way that these things turned out we were still unaffected we went out about our day while thousands of students were dying and that was just that for us, sure. it's just a matter of, we hear you, we understand it's okay, we're here for you.
1: Yeah, but um, I think um, one way or the other, um, we're still victims mm. um, in all these, like, oh well, I have friends who study abroad, like, Mm. They'll, they'll tell me how they are treated. Mm. Um, mm. How they are treated at their schools and whatsoever. Um, you get to see that, well, it's safe, it's safe to be at your home, man, because some people treat black people as animals. So, mm. imagine you are out there overseas, and then you... you when I only went there to get a better education, but then mm. the people who should be giving you that education, mm, they they think less of you. So, instead of helping you, they are rather degrading you. They are taking you down. It's mm. actually bad. And I wouldn't want anyone to experience such things. As much as we are all uh, of humankind, I really wish that we could um, have uh, the same opportunity to be treated equally if possible I, I really wish we, we we had like the same uh, we had, we had we were to be given the same treatment mm. yeah so it's actually sad to see. Um, let's say a top achiever coming out of this country out of Botswana mm. trying to go and get a better education in China and then when they get there um, they are not treated as as they should like they are worth uh, they mm. don't mean to those people it's like they are belittled or, what's, or what even if um, it's only in a few scenarios where you'd see you'd hear um those students saying, it's, but it's better this side. We are treated better."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, being, it's it's like being black um comes with this. I don't want to say omen or what, but mm-hmm. some bad luck. So. I really wish uh, to see the day all in all each and every one of us would think in the same capacity as I am thinking right now Or we are all people Uh, we are one despite of color and whatsoever as much as when those people come to our country um we treat them in a certain way Mm. i really wish they treat us in the exact same way Mm. so one thing one thing about me um i am one person who doesn't like to struggle or who doesn't like to inconvenience other people so as Mm. much as those people would feel uh inconvenienced because maybe a black child, a black student uh, wants to know better, wants to learn better. Like they may be wanting to engage better with their lectures and whatsoever and still being denied that opportunity. Um, I always say, I, I always tell my friends that, even my sister that, um, I had the opportunity to go and study elsewhere abroad, but mm. as much as of the, uh, the stories that I've heard of how people are treated there,
0: mm.
1: Mm. uh I, I knew I couldn't take that, take what they had to endure.
0: But, but, mm.
1: Well, um, that's why most most people who study abroad have since learned that. They are suicidal. Like, they have mental problems. Uh, there's no use to go and stay elsewhere, to stay very far from home first interest for over three years, for up to four years. And then each and every day, you are belittled. Uh, they make you think less. They, they think less of you and make you less of a human being.
2: Mm. So
1: that is very bad. And I wonder how all these Botswana students who go there and manage to finish their school, how do they hold up?
0: If I'd wanted to be belittled, I would have stayed home and not gone to school. Like, why, why should I go all the way there to go and endure such behavior? And exactly. sometimes it's not even just verbal, they, they can get physical. They can get physical.
1: Exactly.
0: Anyway, well, I actually managed to get a hold of my cousin in SA. And I asked her if she doesn't mind coming in and giving us an insider's look into the differences or truly what generally goes on in the education system pertaining race and segregation. And she would actually love to join in right now. So I'm going to send her an invite. And I'm guessing we'll be able to talk to her for 10 or 15 more minutes.
1: Okay, no worries then.
0: Okay. Hold on for me. Thank you very much. This is actually very intriguing, intriguing.
1: There yeah, it
0: is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Give me a minute, give me a little bit. Okay. Hi. Hello? Hi. Hi. No. Hi. What's good? What's good? Hi. How are you doing?
2: I don't know if my sound is okay. Is it good?
0: Oh, you're audible yeah You're clear. Okay, beat, All right. Good. So um welcome to TV, Um. We're discussing Day of the African Child and if it means anything anymore in modern-day Africa or if it holds any significance in modern-day Africa as it used to. Please introduce yourself and then we'll exchange presentaries with my other guest, and then we'll get right into your opinion and your insider facts, the scoop. Of what really goes down
2: in our sister country over there. Okay, um, okay, I guess I'll just say, hey everyone. Um, <laughs> I'm Nell. <laughs> I'm Neo, oh, hi. Uh, I'm um a 21 year old student from the University of the Witwatersrand. And yeah, I'm glad to join in this conversation. Yeah, do I I need to say anything else? Do I need to give more?
0: All right. Um, Well, Tweed, this is the cousin that I was just telling you about now. Um, Okay. Yes. Nice to
2: meet you,
1: Neil. Nice to meet you too.
2: Nice to meet you too. Thank you.
0: So, we were talking about. The progression of how much South Africa has progressed in terms of its education system and dealing with racial discrimination or racial segregation, and I figured we'd have somebody who's in the system to tell us whether or not everything that they show us is exactly as it is, or are we being shown? Yeah, rose-colored image of a very really dusty, tattered system that really, if everybody knew or anybody knew about it, they'd be able to say, "No, we need to change this. This is how we need to do things." Um, yeah, essentially, that's 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 just what we're going through here because we're trying to see if whether or not all those many, many lives that were lost in 1976 were in vain, or there's actually been great steps into changing things and of this actual progress. Okay. Um.
2: Okay, cool. I think, I guess that's my cue. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so... I think there's a couple of things to just touch on and um, look into just in the broader sense in terms of the South African education system. And like when you think about what happened in 1976, it was a very um, big thing where black students were actively saying and calling for better or quality education. And since then, I can say there has been some improvement compared to the quality of education that was being offered back then. But I don't, personally, this is just my personal opinion, um, I don't think that the quality of education that is being received today is as good as it's supposed to be. I don't know where can I start so in terms of like private school education and public school education um, we have something called the NCS and IEB right and we're taught the same subjects but in different ways and different things are being offered so there's still some things that need to be done to standardize the quality of education that is received by all the students because it doesn't make sense for me coming from ncs um i forgot what in, in nsc or <laughs> ncs stands for but it doesn't make sense for me to get to university and be at a disadvantage as compared to someone that's with ieb because mm-hmm. IEB is like the independent Examination board. I think that's what it stands for. So already they could do like AP meds, for instance, in in high school already. Or they could cover topics that I don't get to cover in high school. Then we get to university, then it's like I'm expected to know like most of the things that they know. So there's still a long way that South Africa would need to um go if that's the right word yeah Mm -hmm. there's still a long way we can go in terms of just standardizing um the kind of education that we get and so on and so forth and also in terms of june 16 in as much as a lot was achieved on june 16 to say that okay high school primary school like basic education is achieved and it's fair um, for everyone, like everyone has a right to it now. Um, when it comes to higher education, not many people have access. Students still have to fight to get access to these basic th- things. In ni- 1976, Hector Peterson died. He was he was an unfortunate. Um, I'm looking for that the correct English word. I think it's such a casualty.
1: yeah yeah
2: he was an unfortunate casualty of what was happening in 1976 when he wasn't even part of protest and now you look at 2021 where students were protesting to get access to education and there was someone who lost their lives at the hands of police so it's the same things are still happening black kids are constantly still trying to get access to quality education and yeah, it's still like a bit unfair, and there's a long way we need to go. Mm-hmm. I'll stop here for but, now.
0: In terms of June 16, we were also talking about how it's relevant and because in after. we were talking about how in Botswana, growing up, we it never really occurred to us why, but we knew that every June 16th, we would either be watching the Sarafina movie or we'd be reenacting it for drama. We'd have weeks of and rehearsing to go and put on this play, reenactment of Sarafina. We'd have a day whereby we'd recite poems, we'd um read little short novels, short stories, we'd come dressed in our traditional garb. If you're from Ghana, yeah. you- the Ghana cloth, the Zambian that, this, that. And for us, it's like we didn't get to experience this personally. Mm-hmm. Or so what was the reason that we had to be so invested in it? And now that we're in 2021, us growing up as 21-year-olds, 22-year-olds, 23-year-olds, now, we look back and we think, we had We were commemorating this day so much, but our younger brothers and our younger sisters, cousins and nephews now, don't even know about the movie Sarafina. They went to the other day and nothing, they had nothing to write home about. So my question is, having June 16 just passed in SA, in South Africa where you are now, what are the celebrations or the commemorations that were being done there to still uphold the memory and the essence of 2016, especially in this um, COVID era. But even without COVID, in the last two, three days, what is it that has been going on in SA pertaining
2: this particular
0: day and this particular holiday? Uh,
2: Okay. Um, So I think it's important for me to start off by saying that I think, like, June sixteen, Youth Day has lost its essence um, mm. in essay, and I'm saying this in air quotes. It's lost its, <laughs> it's lost its essence because now the youth that is living within, like the current youth of South Africa, is unemployed, and there's so many gaps that still need to be filled in that regard and the youth is not seeing a reason why they need to celebrate a day when the people that fought for for the education are now the people that are looting and putting the current youth at a disadvantage and I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if I'm making sense so in a sense Mm -hmm. it's lost a bit of essence but I've seen a couple of things happening um, around there's like some challenge that's going on and I think also like it's important for the like whenever there's things um challenges or whatever people need to just read the room on what's going on you can't be expecting young people that are unemployed that are fighting unemployment we're fighting we're in the middle of a pandemic people are living below the poverty line and Expecting them to celebrate this day like nothing's going on, like funds are not being looted, like people are not being expected to survive on 350 rands per month. Mm. So, um, yeah, I saw that they're asking people to just dress up in their school uniform and they just dance around. Um, to I don't know if they're chanting or what. But I think that's what's going on. And I didn't really follow it. And I know that in my council um, at school, we actually um, had a conversation. I think you can still find it on YouTube. But we had a, a conversation um, on the Fees Must Fall movement because in as much as 1970, ni- the 1976 uprising happened, it's not... As relevant to what's going on now. Mm -hmm. I was live jive Mm -hmm. standing there when I saw tear gas being thrown at students. Right after that moment, I heard that someone was shot and lost their lives. So for me, it's not that relevant for me to focus on what happened in 1976. It's just for me to acknowledge and appreciate what happened that I was able to, you know, get some quality education, you know, for because of the efforts that were done. But yeah, and I heard that also the president said that on this day he would dedicate to, to just try and tackle youth unemployment and whatever. So we'll just, honestly and we take it from there. But I feel like it's losing its relevance because the youth of this country is not being um being, it's not being paid attention to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all mm-hmm. I can say. So that's what's been happening. Like I see there's people that dress up in their school uniform because the Soweto uprising happened and they were in uniform, they decided to leave school and go and fight. Um, against the apartheid government and the Bantu education that was being offered, because I think the the biggest reason for the uprising is that black students were receiving Bantu education, which was which was, uh, yeah, a horrible um, state of education. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so this question goes out to both you tweet and both know. What do you guys think the government should do? And tweet this is going to come to you in two parts for South Africa and Botswana, being that we are Botswana in Botswana, and we deal through a different kind of um educational um misappropriation. It has nothing to do with the race per se, but we are, we are talking about how the quality of our education is substandard. What do you guys think the government or stakeholders, or if you have any suggestions that would actively get um, the government or stakeholders to think okay, no, this is what we can do to change this and make it more feasible and more comfortable or More workable for students to actually get what they need for children to actually receive what it is that we promise them. Any one of you can just go ahead and
2: jump. Um, I think Tweed can just go first because I've been speaking, and like I'll just speak after. Yeah.
1: Okay. No worries. What was the question again? See.
2: Um. What do you?
0: think or oh, what are your active ideas and suggestions to the government for SA and Botswana so you treat, to give the society or members of the community quality education as a problem comment. What can the stakeholders or the government do that can actually say, okay, no Cormente is doing right by us. We can see there's a change that is happening
2: right now
1: okay well first things first let me begin with my home country let me start mm-hmm. here by mentioning like oh well like i've said before neil wasn't here yet but i did talk about their infrastructures and the whole facilities our educational facilities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel like we are way, we are way 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 back we're still lagging behind um, mm-hmm. that is one thing that is limiting our education. Mm. So I think I personally think that for us to have a um, a better education, like um, if at all the government wants to improve the quality of education, um, we need to start by improving this. We fix the loopholes, and by the loopholes I mean uh, the differences. In the uh, infrastructures that, like I've mentioned before, like, it seems like there are, uh, they are uh, per se, I should, let me not say schools per se, but there are preferences, like area of preferences, mm-hmm. like we'd say yeah. um, students or schools in the capital city like, most of them are very much developed. But Mm, it seems like we forget about those people who are very far from the city. So, like, mm, for us to to get a a better education, we have to, like, mm, for for us to get a better education, we have to go and seek it at the city. What about Mm. those who can reach the city? Uh, How do we help them? Like, I think we should try uh, and diversify, Oh, it seems like we've lost yeah. now what has yeah.
0: happened you can continue can you be back?
1: okay should I continue
0: we we'll just continue
1: okay well I think um, if we can start by improving uh, our resources and all the the infrastructures um, let's create a conducive environment for learning okay yeah.
0: What happened
1: with this?
2: Potter? I'm asking her what happened, she just disappeared. No, sorry. Technical difficulties. I've always wanted to say something like that, but no. Oh, I have technical difficulties on my side. All
1: right. Okay. No
2: problem. Okay, it's Welcome. Good.
1: It's good to have you back. Well, I was still saying that uh, the right way to possibly address these So that's <laughs> Let's uh, create a conducive environment for every student to learn better. In
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, let's not only have like a certain group of students have a better education, better environment to learn better.
0: Mm-hmm. They'll
1: obviously perform or the others of which
0: mm-hmm. that
1: environment isn't conducive. We'd have mm-hmm. like or. Oh, in a small classroom, we know how in other schools, many students are overcrowded. Whilst in other classrooms, there are about 25 students. The teacher, get uh, a lecturer, or whatever, can easily address and see what is happening. While in the mm. other classrooms, we have about 50. So if at all, uh, we could channel the monies we have uh, to the right uh places we could we could be in a better place now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: no the problem is that we tend to use our money. Uh okay let me not talk much into that but then we're not doing things rightly here in Botswana. Uh if at all we want to be somewhere. We had vision uh twenty was it twenty yeah. sixteen I've even forgotten about that because we haven't achieved what we want. In terms
0: moved. of...
1: It, we even okay. moved it... We even added a further 20 years, Vision 2036. But we are looking at 2036, but what have we achieved from the
0: 2016
1: mm. Once We haven't where we wanted to be, and we're still very much far from that. So back to the issue in hand, I'll say that let us create a conducive environment that's when we can now look at the students like hmm. uh, that's when we can now turn to the students like are they doing enough uh to to get a better education or they just want to enjoy the moment of being there we know that once you reach tertiary most of uh, the students in Botswana now our target is just to reach tertiary once Sorry. we get in high school <laughs> Once we get in high school, we know we target what uh, the cutoff points as much mm. as allowance. Uh, yeah allowance. We, we want to get uh, just the <laughs> KTC uh, of, of any a monthly allowance. Mm. One point
0: six. One
1: point six of which it's <laughs> nothing. It's nothing.
0: So, it's,
1: mm, so just yeah, so clearly when looking at the bigger picture here Mm. our target has since changed no we don't want an education that's our target so well let's start from the roots let's Mm. create that Mm. environment afterwards we'll bring the necessary resources are the teachers doing enough are we doing enough as parents Mm. Uh, it comes a long way even personally as a student you have to know what you want.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: education is the key to liberty. Um, if you have an education, if you have uh, a qualification, um, even if you are unemployed, you are better off with someone who's maybe uh, working, but it will just be a mere job. I cannot do So that's how important an education is. Or oh, well, they are self-proclaimed hustlers and whatsoever but they they can even tell you that in um, education is very important so i wish we really had this um, same perspective about getting an education like we could use better uh, some of us had to endure some poor education system but still, uh, even the, the 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 education, the the delivery that we got, uh, it wasn't up to par. Uh, it was just it was just poor. But then we knew the importance of this, so we had to what, to dig in deep, and then. Fend- so, but then when it comes to essay, I don't really know much about what's transpiring there. But then uh, if there's one thing that is limiting like the the whole continuity of people in life, leaders, um, our leaders, uh, like they, they they should be helping us improve our lives, but then they're doing the opposite, the direct opposite of that. For now, um. Never mentioned that the government is looting monies and whatsoever. Like, they ain't helping the youth. What's the essence of going, mm-hmm. uh, the essence of, like, struggling to get an education? And then afterwards, uh, when the government should really be keen about job creation and whatsoever, but still, uh, they don't care about that. Mm-hmm. how... The students mm, be motivated to to give their all. That's why most students drop out of school to try and pursue something else, something different. Um, mm. I've since realized that uh, most most uh, kids drop out of school to go and pursue dreams. Some go and play football. Some venture into music and whatsoever. The thing is if at all we could be crystal clear and honest is that uh, uh, in education uh, the future uh, the future of uh, the future um, oh wait I shouldn't be saying the future the essence of education has since uh, changed changed in a way that uh, it doesn't give you food it doesn't put food on the table nowadays like uh, you could struggle to get an education for five to ten years but then once you get an education what do you do i don't think
2: the employability
1: yeah i I don't think i don't think uh the relevant stakeholders are doing enough to to like create jobs for for Mm. students and the most, the, the most hurting part about this is that each and every year we get to have new students, but then what about those who are graduating, those who are finishing school?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They finish school and go and sit back in their houses. So if at, if at all we could like, I don't know how this, I don't even know if it's fixable or what, but then who are the right people to create jobs let's begin there hmm. the government has to play a huge part in this before we bring another another stakeholders but is the government doing enough if the if the government isn't doing enough how will the other stakeholders be motivated to create jobs hmm. for, for graduates so unless all this Unless the system changes, the government does better. Uh, that's when the stakeholder, the other stakeholders, will do better. But until then, there will still be more cases of corruption and nepotism. Because like we we'll look to re- enrich our people, we don't care about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we put qualifications aside. We put your education, your hard struggle, your hard end. Really. We put it aside and then we enrich our own because opportunities are now limited. So let's broaden the scope of uh, job creation. And then by broadening the scope, that means more opportunities for graduates. If more if there are more opportunities for graduates, I want to believe that more and more will be motivated to go to school. Most people drop out of school, but they see people who have went to school about five years down the line struggling in the streets. It's like uh, a hard education going down the table. It doesn't put food on the table. So
2: hmm.
1: uh, I think we should do better towards in this quest of job creation it goes a long way it doesn't start here but there is no improvement it seems like it's worsening
0: Mm -hmm.
1: more and more graduates are staying home as much as even myself I'm done at school but still I am home not that I expect to be employed immediately Um, I have friends who have over about five to seven years they have completed their degrees as well, but they are staying home. They live on peace jobs. So where are we going to go? Where are um, our, our, our siblings, our young sisters, our nephews, our nieces, where are they going to go upon completion? Mm. Is it really worth it to go to school anymore? Mm. So education is losing its essence. It's no longer important as it was because of the sake of Once you get an education, it seems like you struggle even harder. It's, It's like you've wasted time. Like the time you wasted in school, you could have devoted it elsewhere. And then maybe you could have lived better off through that hassle whatsoever. So, we still have a long way to go. If at all, we are not going to improve uh, in the job creation quest. Then more graduates uh, are going to be on the streets. More, with more graduates being in the streets, there's no need for a student who is still in high school now to give their all. Because they know what? Their older siblings are still in the streets. Hmm. So... They're just going to school to pass time i'd say that so whilst in the quest of improving their education system let's try and do better in job treatment cre- in job creation
0: all right all right thank you trude that was an extensive explanation and discussion on your part on what these stakeholders should do. Now, you can go ahead and give us
2: your take and your suggestions before we start. Um, Okay, so I think because I don't know much about what's happening in Botswana and I think I've, I've received some context from what Tweet has said and I think there is Um, there are some similarities in terms of how just things are being handled by the government and it seems like funds that are supposed to be for the public are being used recklessly but I think Mm -hmm. to improve the, the, the education that is being received first of all the government or like the public servants um need to be on the ground they, they like when I say on the ground they need to know how people are living and how they're experiencing these things that they are providing because mm-hmm. I've seen that with ASNE um, I come from a very privileged um, province if I can put it that way I'm from Gauteng and mm-hmm. that's like the hub of most things And obviously there's been like strides that have been made in like the education that we receive in the Gauteng province. So each province has a different um, I forgot what it is, but there's a different person in charge of the education in that part or in that Mm. province. So you'll find that in Gauteng, we have laptops and we have smart smart boards in our in our classrooms, you know, those smart boards and um laptops that are provided to students that are in public schools and everything those are those are like proper proper strides. but you'll find that maybe another province doesn't have the same thing right oh. so there, there needs to be that um, standardization I think and I think also one thing another thing that needs to happen that I've seen a lot um in like generally is that there's a lot of student teachers that are unemployed recent graduates Mm -hmm. and it begs the question that if there's someone who's unemployed and you're saying there's a shortage of teachers because they like claiming that there's a shortage of teachers but they don't employ the people that are not employed and it's not even people like because they don't want to most of the people I've met that did education, I did it because they actually wanted to do it. And there's also like PGCE students, but PGCE, that's not something I want to talk about, the dynamics and everything. But most of the people that I've met that did education did it because they want to do it. And now they're sitting at home doing nothing but the schools without teachers or the schools with like teachers that are really old. Mm, teachers mm. that are still teaching someone who taught my mom or like my 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 older sister is now also teaching me and I'm not saying people should be out of jobs but I'm saying that how relevant is it for someone who's that old to be teaching me life sciences in this day Mm. and age because Mm -hmm. I know as a life sciences major or a student, there's constant developments that are happening. And also I believe that there's constant um, developments that are also happening in terms of the education sphere, in terms of how to deliver content, in terms of how to um, relate and engage with the students that you're teaching. So I don't think enough is being done in that department to say that they're preparing um, people to actually be in a position to be teaching students better. Mm -hmm. And infrastructure, they need to be realistic about the things that they're offering. I saw a picture this other day. Um, It was posted by one of the government officials, and they were like, yes, um, we did one, two, three, four, five, because they like doing that. They like saying, this is what we did. Just one random Mm -hmm. thing. They'll post like it will wipe away all the bad things they've been doing, but that's a topic for another day. So they posted um, that picture, and they said, "Yeah, we've just finished building the bathrooms at the school." But if I could show you the picture, like the 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 toilets. so you know, with guy guy bathrooms, né? like they just pee standing up. I don't know what those things those I, those things that are called. Urinals. But- Yes, yes, thank you. I didn't have the English for it. But (laughs) the urinals are really close to each other and they're very small. Like I understand it is for a primary school, but they were very close and there wasn't enough space between the things. And it just looked weird the way that it was. They didn't want to do it at all. So I think... The government needs to be realistic. And I think that's the thing with South African politicians. That's something that they'll constantly constantly do. They'll be surprised. Like our president is always shocked. He's no, no disrespect to him, but he is always shocked at the state of the nation. This other day, he said that he was shocked. Um, what is it? he was shocked at the fact that a lot of people are using trains or something along those lines. Like every time when there's a news article talking about um, the president, he's always shocked to say, oh, I didn't know this was happening, but they need to be knowing these things. And mm-hmm. I don't think that they don't know. They know exactly what's happening and they're like, ah, people will survive anyway. So yeah, they, know. Those the- mm-hmm. <laughs> they definitely know, they definitely know, but they, they think that... It's okay. They're like as long as Bona that or, or as long as they can get through, then it's fine, I guess. So they like there needs to be some change. I don't know because even if we wanted to to change the political party in charge, a lot of people are just like, Okay, but who do we vote in? And are they going to provide us um proper service delivery because you see one, what one party is doing in one province and you're like mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm.
1: like yeah. I wouldn't
2: want to go live in Cape Town because yeah just the state of affairs there and stuff like that so it's those things the government needs to be realistic about the things that are happening in this day and age and actually provide to that and see to it that everyone has proper, fair access to all these things. Yeah, and they also need to stop with the poverty Olympics because it's not helping anyone when you yeah. find that someone yeah. a, uh, because I'm at VIT, I like I see this a lot. So they where you'll find that they'll they'll publicize that a student is going to vets the student got 10 distinctions in all their subjects and guess what this one student was living in a home that is um completely destroyed mm-hmm. and they were living on one meal per day and yeah. they think that that's okay it's not okay it's not okay that a student has to fight so much to get access mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it, it mm. doesn't it doesn't make sense to me because also once those students get to university level that's another problem that's another hurdle that they need to be getting past you find that some of those students are even first gen or most of them are first generation and there's a problem where they can't even use a simple laptop or a computer and mm. it's not wrong some schools genuinely don't have computers I think another thing yeah. is that there's high crime rates and I remember my school didn't have computers because this one time when I got there they stole the computers and those computers were never replaced I, when we got tablets people came like like suddenly there were people they and they were stealing students um tablets but that's all so there's a very high crime rate to say that in as much as you want to be progressive, there's people that will genuinely go to a school. But, oh, OK. And then someone decides that they're going to go and steal the computers from that school. And the security is not top notch. Or, some, or whatever. So they need to look at the state of these schools. The computers need to be installed. They need to make sure that students are prepared adequately for these environments, because it doesn't help to say that, okay, and then they studied about but they don't know how to use basic things like Excel and whatever, so they mm-hmm. need to review how some of these things are being offered and yeah <laughs> I, I yeah, I think that's my biggest thing and they need to actually employ the youth, they need to put the youth to, to work because these are people that um, have the potential to be innovative, these are the people that come with brilliant ideas to say that this is what we can do. This is how we can change. This is how this is how we can tweak things to our liking. The youth is very innovative. The youth isn't lazy. That's something yeah. that, that, that's a narrative that they like pushing. And it's wrong because they want the youth to do things their way and they don't give the youth an opportunity to actually shine and be the best they yeah. can in whatever field. And that no. they are in. Not so true. and another thing that um I think I need to also wrap up on is that they need to pay teachers better. Like I, I mm-hmm. know that they 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 think that they pay them enough for now and whatever and they're able to survive barely, but like they're able to survive, but they need to take pay teachers better and actually recognize them for the work that they do because these are people that spend a whole day with someone's kid and ensure that someone's kid is okay, that, that, that kid is okay mentally, that they're learning, that emotionally they're not hurt. They are seeing to mm-hmm. it that this kid is protected and now they're not being recognized as they should. So that's another thing that needs to be done. I know there's like awards that happen where they're like best teacher and whatever but like there needs to be proper recognition. There needs to be better compensation of teachers because if I'm not paid enough in the education sphere, surely I'm going to leave it Mm. and say I'm bad Mm. or maybe teachers will start uh, exploring other avenues to have multiple streams of income. Now they're exhausted. Now it's just they just need to ensure that it's a better working environment and it's a better and conducive student for, um, environment for students to work and you know actually flourish in these things yeah, mm. yeah right.
0: well my tea is cold um, it's almost finished which for me that usually signifies that I've come to the end a very successful and productive episode. Thank you guys so much for allowing me to have you on the show and this particular episode because it was one of those episodes that needed more than one voice, more than one mind. And I think we've been able to give the audience a set of opinions and something to think about. I appreciate you, it for coming along, and I hope you are successful in your podcast ad- adventure. And uh, that someday, somehow, soon, I'll also be able to be a guest on your show.
1: Most definitely.
0: Thank you, Noah, for showing up. I know you are just about to
2: go to sleep. <laughs> hey, life. I mean, course is moving and it's dealing. So, yeah. Um, It was nice. It was nice to be here and and actually engage in this conversation. It was
0: you it was yeah, it was insightful. Thank you audiences for having us. We've been talking for over an hour now and hopefully you haven't stopped listening at this point. But it has been beautiful. Thank you for affording us your ears and your mind. Yeah. This has been T with Miss T. What up? Good night, everybody. Thank you.